I have a riddle for you. Really? Yeah. When is winning the lottery unlucky? I can't imagine a time that it would be. (laughs) Well, 2020, anything can be unlucky, right? We'll talk about that. Okay. Well, you know how some people will turn to the Bible in tough times, right? Of course. Well, one Florida man used the good book in a really odd way. We'll show you. All right. And uh, West Palm Beach's mayor is not a fan of 2020. Oh. But really, who is, right? All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Ladies and gents, boys and girls. Step right up for the Florida Freak Show. Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. And we have some of those today, don't we, Kirsten? What a coincidence. I know. We do. Hard to believe. Ripped from the headlines, as always. This first one from the New York Post. Ah. This summer, Sue Burgess of Hernando County was elated to discover that she'd won $1,000 in the Florida Second Chance Lottery game. All right, Sue! Only one problem. The Florida lottery offices were all closed because of the pandemic, and she didn't like the idea of leaving her ticket in a drop box. I agree. Fortunately, the state also allows winners to send their tickets via certified mail, so that's what she did. All right, Sue. And then it didn't arrive in the one-week time frame. No! The tracking information shows the ticket in transit as of August 12th, and it still hasn't arrived. What? After one week, the lottery awarded her prize to an alternate. The Postal Service has apologized to Burgess and is working with the state lottery system to resolve the issue. Florida Lottery says it's not responsible for USPS mistakes, But they've said that if the ticket shows up with a postmark that shows it was sent on time, they will make an exception and pay out the prize. Well, this has to be a lotto player's worst nightmare, right? Right? Poor Sue. She did everything right here. Uh, I really hope she gets her winnings. I cannot believe this. Yeah, I would not trust just a random drop box at the lottery office. I'd do the exact same things, the exact same steps that she did. Yeah, certified Uh, mail. What could possibly go wrong, right? I know, really. Uh, I personally have never been a big lottery player. What about you? I mean, I enjoy a scratchy lottery on occasion. I like to give them as gifts. They're fun little stocking stuffers. Great stocking stuffers. I have no expectation of somebody splitting the prize with me if they win. Okay. Though if they won like a million bucks, you know, throw throw me like... Give mama a little. Yeah, like a Benjamin. That's all I ask for. That's not asking a whole lot. (laughs) Boy, the Postal Service has really taken a beating in PR this year, right? man. Seriously. Yeah. Now, I... I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist. I I do love me a good conspiracy theory. Oh, who doesn't? Um, no, but, really. Who doesn't? <laughs> but I will say that though I trust the post office, mm-hmm. um, when we turned in our mail-in ballots, what did we do, Corey? We didn't take him to the post office. We did not. <laughs> no, we took him straight to the elections office. Which I should say really is good. right across the street from the post office yeah. for us. So it was basically... Conveniently located. Absolutely. Yeah. If I had taken it to the post office, the clerk probably would have looked at me and said, you know it's right across the street, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I think it's amazing, though, that, you know, coronavirus can even ruin winning the lottery. Oh, yeah. It ruins everything. 
it's like I feel like this is just the year of the foiled plan. Like yeah. everybody I talk to says, well, this was the year we were going to do that European cruise. Yeah. This was the year we were going to have our big family reunion. Yeah. You know, whatever it is, this is the year. of. I mean, we had big plans. Yeah. We had all sorts of fun stuff, but we were going to see Metallica this yep. year. We were going to do a lot of cool stuff. We 2020 were going to was going to be a big year. It was going to be awesome. Yeah, I feel and then re- 2020. Yeah, I feel really bad for Sue though. I mean, that thousand bucks that is that could really change you know some sure. things for her too. And to to go through all of those steps and to have all of this still happen, I mean, I know that there's still a chance she can still, you know, get her winnings, and I really hope that that works out. But I ugh. hope it turns up. And and I mean, I I don't want to be like, oh, well, it's only a thousand dollars because a thousand dollars is a lot of money. Yeah. But thank God this happened with a thousand dollar ticket and not a ten thousand dollar ticket or a hundred thousand dollar ticket i mean if it was a million dollar ticket i would be taking it personally to like the lottery officials house and knocking on their door on the door it's like (laughs) hey you gotta take care of this for me right now now i shouldn't really be knocking the scratchy scratchy lotteries too much they do help us keep state taxes free around here so that's very true and i love me a good scratchy lottery oh yeah the second story comes to us from WPTV.com. 35-year-old Don DiGiovanni is a barber in Boca Raton. And like a lot of small business owners, 2020 seems to have him just a little bit stressed out. Right there with you, Don. So two weeks in a row, he had scheduled appointments with his clients and then never showed up. Ugh. So one of the men says he called DiGiovanni to confront him about the missed appointments and the barber responded by threatening him. Whoa. So the hey. the uh, two clients asked him to meet with them in a church parking lot to discuss what was bothering him. Uh-huh. Instead of a civilized conversation about his feelings, police say D. Giovanni showed up, pulled a gun, and fired three shots at his clients before driving away. Whoa, Donnie! Fortunately, both men were unharmed. D. Giovanni has been arrested on two counts of attempted first-degree murder and is now being held without bond. How does this happen in a church parking lot? Yeah, I, I think, well, first of all, you arrange this meeting in the church so you can have a literal come to Jesus with Sure, him, right? right. Yeah, <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Hey, I understand having a big a bond with your barber. You really have to trust them highly when they've got a straight razor to your throat. Oh, absolutely. But this whole thing, this seems a little over the top and a bit faded on the sides. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. That's just a bad joke. Bad, bad joke. <laughs> you know, I could almost almost understand shooting at them if they were the ones who had canceled on him yes yeah i still couldn't understand it but in some people's minds it might be slightly justified you're mad at me for not doing my job how dare you how dare you indeed it's just like a big intervention gone horribly wrong yeah it's like we want to talk to you about your feelings don yeah you know some people eat their feelings some people shoot them i guess yeah I, I well, I feel like this incident is gonna, you know, have Don lose. He's gonna lose some customers. Sorry, Don, to hear that. But um, how would you say that your relationship is with your stylist or barber? 
my relationship with Christina is delightful. Wonderful. We are only 10 days apart in age. Wow. So we spend a lot of time talking about 80s hair bands. Who doesn't? And big hair and, you know, all of the important things to girls. Big hair don't care. (laughs) All of the important things to, to ladies of a certain age. Right. What about you? Well, as you know, I've gone through a number of stylists, and it make, when I say it that way, it sounds like that I'm, you know, really tough to deal with, or I have like a weird. No, head people of hair. know stylists just no, move on. They just move on. Sometimes that happens. Greener and, pastures. Yeah, that's the way of the world sometimes. Uh, but I'm very happy with Renee, who I've um, just gone to for like two times now, and she's been really great. So I'm hoping for a long and fruitful relationship with her. Aww. That will be wonderful. I think that's special. Yeah. So in my mind, Don Giovanni, D. Giovanni, mm-hmm. looks a little like the angry barber from Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. In the episode where, where yeah. Jerry gets the really bad haircut. Yeah. And yeah. also a little in my mind like the angry barber from Bugs Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> he just looks like an angry barber. I feel like all the angry barbers look the same, right? Yes, yes. No, I, 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 I like your I like your uh the picture that you paint there. That's well, very nice. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so we have another story from WPTV. Oh, right. Apparently it was a busy week on the Gold Coast. Always is. West Palm Beach's outdoor green market opened last week. And while grand openings often have a little bit of pomp and circumstance, yeah. it usually comes in the form of like a ribbon cutting, right? Right. Well, West Palm Beach Mayor Keith James had other ideas. Okay. He opened the seasonal market doing... Honestly, what we'd probably all like to do, squashing 2020. Yeah. Mayor James opened the green market with a rubber mallet, (laughs) squashing squash as a symbolic gesture. Nice. Several city commissioners joined him as he symbolically put the end to this dreadful year, which, by the way, still has like two and a half more months. Uh, The green market even sold commemorative T-shirts just so folks could say they were there. Nice. Well, I'll tell you, any promotion that calls to mind the great comedian Gallagher is all right with me. Prop comics. I really hope that the front row splash zone they had you know their protection on or whatever for yeah this why are you selling commemorative t-shirts you yeah. need to be selling commemorative ponchos for this yeah. right you got to be ready for all that gourd and carnage that's happening there <laughs> yeah so mayor james was definitely channeling his inner prop comic yeah. um you know what's next well, right first of all why not i mean prop comics are fantastic are they now? Well, I don't know why I just said that. I, I'm really not that big of a fan, but yeah. Uh, neither was Johnny Carson, right? <laughs> no. Because he would never let Gallagher be on. Gallagher yes. was only on when like guest hosts banned. were on. Because he, he hated prop comedy. Yeah. No Carrot Top. Yeah. I don't even know if Carrot Top was a thing when Carson I don't think was, he was still on the air. No, I, don't I don't think either. he was. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if, if he was, no way. No. There yeah. would be a strict anti-Carrot Top rule. Yeah. Um, you know that... Gallagher, and and by the way, for those of you who are a bit younger, Gallagher is a 
comedian. <laughs> comedian in quotes. <laughs> a prop comic yeah. who finished his shows with what he called the sledgeomatic, mm-hmm. which was taking a giant sledgehammer and watermelons. Pounding water. Yeah, watermelon, yeah. I think, was the grand finale. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just like you get the good fireworks at the end of a show. Different you, fruits. You get the good and, fruit at the end yeah, of the show. Of all kinds. So Gallagher. Floridian. What? Well, not technically. He wasn't born in Florida, but he went to high school in Tampa and went to college in the States. Hey, that makes him a Floridian to me. Right? Yeah. Spent a lot of time here. Absolutely. I had no idea. Now, you know the whole story with uh, Gallagher and his brother and all of that, right? I know a little bit about it. You You obviously probably know it better than I do. I know that there was something about how... He sold his act to his brother. Yes. Right? <laughs> I don't know why you so, need to sell it, but I go ahead. So Gallagher has this insane, like insanely great career. Right. Right. Like yeah. dozens of, of Very cable popular. specials. Selling out state, not stadiums, arenas. But arenas. Absolutely. Yeah, good size places. So at some point, his brother asks him if he can license the sledgematic. Yeah. Like, like not the get whole in on routine, it a bit. but just the sledgematic. Yeah. So he likes it. Basically, he franchises it to his brother, right? Yeah. And the one thing he says in the contract, well, I'm sure there's a lot in the contract, but one of the things in the contract is you can't tell people that you're me. Yeah. You know, you you aren't Gallagher. Right. You're you're you know Joe Gallagher or Fred Gallagher or whatever your name some, is. Some sort of stipulation between the two. So the brother starts out as Gallagher two, mm. and then just kind of drops the two right. and and starts telling people that he's. Oh, Gallagher. there wasn't enough room on the marquee, so it's just Gallagher <laughs> now. They ran out of numbers. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, there was, I believe, a lawsuit. I'm not sure the two of them are talking to each yeah. other. So, you know. It's an ongoing feud, I'm business sure. Business and family, yep. man. You can't combine them. You can't them. mix them together. Somehow we make this whole thing work, but it's very rare. Because we don't make money doing oh, this. That's probably what it is, yeah. <laughs> you know what I think is also kind of funny is that, you know, this whole squashing thing. That's happening. Seems like a very like Florida country fair, like or county fair. Type, oh yeah, it's much more like um, something something a bit a bit it's more yeah a little more panhandly, perhaps a little Ocala yeah. Central yeah. Florida. Yeah, and not, not I'm not making any sort of judgment. It just feels like something that you would see at like a state fair or yeah. like a county fair or something like that. A lot more unrefined than what. West Palm Beach would be used to. Very true. So, I mean... On Mar-a-Lago's doorstep, practically. I mean, I know it's not technically the the same town, but close enough. Right. But that's the wonderful thing about Florida. Florida always going to Florida. That's so true. Yeah. There's always going to be a little bit of Florida in everything that we do. Very true. So, what do you think the t-shirt said? Oh, boy. I mean, does it just say Squash 2020? It could be. It's Or it's like the squash that you see on this shirt is 2020 saying bye-bye or... I don't know. I, I'm no t. I'm no t-shirt. I got. Salesman. I got one. Okay. My grandma went to the West Palm Beach Green Market, and all I got that was this lousy t-shirt. t-shirt. I, I, that's always a winner in my book. Man, when I was a kid, I thought those shirts were about the funniest yeah. thing ever. Maybe something like Florida Squash Inspector. Or oh, something. I don't know. Squash Patrol. Squash Patrol. I don't know. We're I, running out of ideas. We're, we quick. really are. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is the worst 
squash brainstorm ever. So the whole um, all I got was this lousy T-shirt thing yeah. made me think. I, I saw this great thing online the other day, and mm. it said, those of you that want to have children, start keeping your journal now because... Mm. 10, 15 years down the road, every single kid's going to have to write that essay oh. about what the year 2020 was like and interview somebody who actually lived through pandemic times, yeah, right? right. So, you know, keep that journal. Keep it, it might, now. It not, might not be until you have your grandkids. Right, because because 20 years down the road or whatever. Or 40 it, or 60 or whatever. Everything's going to feel maybe a bit more rosy. Or maybe a bit worse. Than what well, we'll happened. all be flying around on our jetpacks right. and commuting to work on Mars, yeah. right? So any, any sort of hardship <laughs> is going to be amplified even more. So All right. So our last story this week comes to us from ClickOrlando.com. Okay. A Marion County man who left his house for just one hour mm. returned to find his door kicked in, a window broken, and 50 bucks worth of clothing missing. What? And he knew exactly who did it. <laughs> His neighbor, Robert Hoskins, had asked to borrow some clothes earlier wow. in the day. And when the victim refused, Hoskins got mad and busted in, allegedly saying that God told him to do it. Okay. When Marion County Sheriff's deputies arrived, Hoskins greeted them in just his underwear, <laughs> yelled, I condemn you, and then threw a Bible hitting one deputy in the face. What is happening here? According to the article, God had also told him to throw the Bible. Oh, of course. Hoskins was tased and then arrested. He faces charges of burglary, petty theft, criminal mischief, battery on an officer, and resisting an officer without violence. Well, this gives new meaning to the term Bible thumper. But um bumps. Right? I mean, the Bible <laughs> says that we should not judge, but apparently we can break into someone's home and throw the King James at them. Yeah, I feel like That's fine to do. I feel like in 2020 especially, God has a lot better things to do than just, you know, provoke Robert Hoskins in, yeah. in Ocala or wherever he is. Yeah, right? he's got a lot of stuff going on. Ooh, maybe it's a test. Hmm. Hoskins giving us a test? No, God God's giving, giving Hoskins a test. A test. Oh, yes. Yes. Put give him a test. Let's see what happens. I think he failed. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty big time. Anytime that you're naked during the test, not a good thing. You know, and that brings up a question mm. I have. Mm. You steal $50 worth of clothing from your neighbor. Right. But yet when the cops show up, you're in your underwear? Well, you don't want to you don't want to have the evidence on you. That would be off. That would be a, a horrible so thing. So you to think do. when the cops showed up, he ripped the evidence off and didn't have time to change into something of his own? Is it possible that he was like trying to impersonate Jesus or in some form maybe instead of the loincloth he's wearing some white skivvies I don't know man that seems like a stretch yeah it, it feel everything about this feels a bit like yeah a the whole thing seems yeah. like a bit of a stretch I do I do hope that the prosecutors decide to throw the book at Mr. Hoskins. oh geez you I'll, are full of them I, I really am <laughs> although I have it on good authority that he'll probably return fire if that happens oh absolutely yeah, yeah. He, he probably has a new testament in one pocket and an old testament oh, in the other just little ready, double six shooter right double yep. barrel double there. barrel it. Yep. <laughs> so back to some of the charges against him mm -hmm. burglary petty theft criminal mischief battery on an officer resisting the an officer shebang. without yep. violence mm. how is 
throwing a Bible resisting without violence. Oh, yeah. Bible is a big book, very dense, lots of pages. Do you I think, think it'd do a lot of damage. Do you think maybe he just threw like one of those little comic book versions? It would have to be. I don't know how it couldn't be. It's a big book. It's right? going to make some damage. Yeah, so I, f- I feel like that that's, that's violence. Yeah. I, I also feel like, do we think that Robert Hoskins is any relation to actor Bob Hoskins? Mm, not sure. Star of um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, that Bob Hoskins. And uh, oh, uh, Super Mario Brothers Super with John Mario Leguizamo. Brothers. Yeah. And Dennis Hopper. Kind of a bigger Italian like yeah. uh, guy. Yeah, I remember him. Mm-hmm. I saw the mugshot. He doesn't look anything like yeah. Bob Hoskins. But, you know, we don't all look like all of our yeah, relatives. We could, we could throw Bob Hoskins out under the bus, I think, on this one. <laughs> he, he, could, he could definitely be family. What's he up to now? How, I mean, how, come on. How, who are we to know? We, we don't know. We can't. We shouldn't judge. We'll just put it out there and see what happens with it. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> why not? And throw the book at him, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I do like the reasoning in all this, you know, saying that God made him do it. Um, never heard that one before. By the way, I wonder if that's ever worked in a court of law. God told me yeah, to do it? God told me to do it. Oh, sure well, if God lot. told you to do it. Why are I we even here? It. Case dismissed. Absolutely. Do you have to get a permission slip? Uh, I would hope so. I'm not sure how that works. Does it, is it like written on some sort of parchment? I think or? it's on a tablet. Tablet. Yeah. Stone not, tablet. Yeah. Stone tablet. Not yeah. like an iPad. Yeah. You couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, what did we learn this week? Oh, I learned that cashing in that big winner lottery ticket is even too much for our post office to handle. Oh, yeah. I learned that a bad haircut isn't even close to the worst thing that your hairstylist can do to you. Uh-huh. I also learned that even the rich folks in West Palm Beach are willing to get down and dirty to put a squash on 2020. Oh, aren't we all? Yep. And I learned that if God tells you to assault an officer with the good book... Yep. You, you might want to ask for a second opinion. Always a good idea. Well, those were our freakiest Florida finds for the week. And as always, you can find plenty of other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State on our Facebook and Twitter pages. That's right. Remember to follow us, like us, and share us. That's at FLA Freak Show. And if you see a Florida story we missed, please let us know. Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe uh-huh. on your favorite podcast platform or even on the ones that you don't like. We yeah. don't care. We're on all of them. So just find us and rate us. <laughs> Sounds good. Until next week, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell reminding you to vote mm-hmm. and also reminding you that we will be back next week. And until then, let your Florida freak flag fly. Goodbye. Goodbye.